Welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Glad to be with you here. We've had some great audiences, so thank you very much for tuning in and enjoying the podcast each week. As the Eagles finish their organized team activities and head into their mandatory minicamp next week, we wanted to talk about a team strength, the offensive line. It's time to analyze the big guys up front. It's not the sexiest group to talk about. It's not the positional group that garners a lot of headlines until something goes wrong. And last year, that something that went wrong was the 10-game suspension served by right tackle Lane Johnson. It disrupted the continuity of the offensive line. At the time of Johnson's suspension, the Eagles were 3-1, and one, and the offense was humming. By the time Johnson returned, the Eagles' offense struggled for consistency and explosiveness and had lost 8 of 10 games. Johnson played the final two games of the year, and the Eagles, not so coincidentally, won both of those contests. Now the Eagles think they're good up front, maybe really good perhaps even great? Offensive coordinator Frank Reich isn't ready to put a label on the offensive line, but he sure likes what he knows of the group up front. I love our O-line. I thought last year I felt the same way. We just have more depth and more strength this year. I think it's one of the strong points of our team. I think we have great leadership there. I think Jason Kelsey is a great leader up front. He's a quarterback up there. The guy's as smart of a football player as you can get, and he just has very versatile in the things that he can do for us up front. I think we're really good at the tackle position, obviously, two of the better tackles in the league. And then our guard situation is, you know, I mean, our second team guards should be starting on most teams. So it's a very competitive room, really, really good room, good for our team. The Eagles have all five projected starters back. Left tackle Jason Peters, the future Hall of Famer. Left guard Alan Barber or Isaac Sayamalo, both of whom are competing for reps in this spring period with the first team at the left guard position. Center Jason Kelsey, right guard Brandon Brooks, and Johnson at right tackle. They added Chance Warmack, the 10th overall draft pick in 2013 by Tennessee, to compete for a job at the guard spots. The Eagles retained valuable reserve man Stefan Wisniewski, and they expect young veterans like Sayamalo and tackle Halapolavati Vaitai to take big steps forward. We've got some one-on-one time with some of the projected starters here, so let's begin with Johnson, who has twice served suspensions for violating the NFL's substance abuse policy. Those days, says Johnson, are in the past. He is focused on being the best of the best moving forward. Lane, you know, you've been working with this offensive line long enough to kind of get a feel for what you have. What do you think you have? It's the best group of guys I've I've had since we've been here. Whenever JP gets back, it's just the most depth, probably the most talented group we've had. Just every group is pretty good across the board. When you have players who started, who are lining up the second team, make you better? Yeah. We have a good rotation going right now. The, the thing is right now is he wants to get the most reps out of everybody instead of ones being on the field and the twos and threes just sitting over there. They're getting reps just like the ones are. What was your offseason like? I uh, stayed at home in Oklahoma, trained by myself, and pretty much did everything by myself, so weren't going to be any mishaps. There's um, what we talk about mishaps. I know what you're talking about, but for you, what goals did you have for the offseason? Was it weight? Was it strength? Was it speed? Was it all of the above? Uh, yeah, just really take care of my body. The biggest thing I did was just clean up my diet. Body fat's probably around 14 15% at 325, so that's the best I've ever been, so... Really just been eating clean, cutting out all the, the fried foods, the junk foods, the sugar. That's probably really, really helped me the most, just with diet. So what's a typical meal? Uh, usually in the morning, I'll have a few pancakes, uh, some sausage, and uh, probably four eggs. And then I'll have a, a smoothie, a lot, lot of kale, stuff like that. And then a lot of steak, and uh, do a lot of fish. Not, not so much chicken, cut out a lot of the chicken. 
no syrup on the pancakes? Yeah, I'll do syrup. Just uh, depends on if I'm having a you know high calorie day. You know, depends on kind of uh, if I have a lot of work on the field. Just depends on how much activity I'm doing. What does that made you feel like, Lane? How's that changed the way you have approached just mentally and physically that kind of diet? I'm just a lot more cautious what I put in my body. I mean, so you know, everybody knows I'm on a on a thin rope, so. Just do everything by myself and, and just pay attention to detail a lot more than what I have been. That really had a super huge impact on your life, didn't it? Yeah, just think with that, I think that carries on into a lot of other things. You know, with football, just paying attention to what you're doing really help you in other aspects of your life. Lane, how have you come along taking reps at left tackle? Has it come real natural for you? Yeah, real natural. I mean, I think, you know, ultimately that's where I'm going to be the best player. I got drafted left tackle, and then I played it right, so just worked my way up there. But, yeah, I'm a lot more natural as far as pass blocking on left. It won't be five years and not getting any reps, so just trying to put in the work now, and it'll pay off later. For those who don't know, other than right versus left, what are the differences playing left tackle? Uh, I mean, obviously the blind side, but, you know, people are, I think that's the best rushers over there, which is, you know, go look at who I'm blocking this year. They're all on the right tackle. So I think it's, I think the game's kind of changing, you know, instead of putting your best rusher on the on the best protector they want to put the best rusher on the on the weakest protector in line so that's what they're trying to do nowadays you talked about earlier having all these veterans here and having all the experience here and you think back to the days when that wasn't the case when there you know no draft picks were on the how much of a difference will that make for the offense i mean it's a long season we all know you go past five offensive linemen the emphasis that the eagles have put on bringing the experienced players and what kind of benefit do you think that's going to pay the more knowledge, the better. It just goes across the board. Veterans on, on defense, Chris Long, he, you know, even helps me stuff. You know, he's seen a lot, played a lot of different tackles this league. So him, you know, giving me advice has helped me. Just a lot of the guys in the, in the old line room have played a lot of football. So even the younger guys get them caught up a lot more to speed than, you know, somebody that wouldn't have that knowledge. You think this old line can be the best in the league? I think it can. You know, a lot of people are going to look at Dallas and, and Green Bay. But um, as far as talent-wise, this most talented group, I, I think, that we've had. And I think we do have a chance to be uh, the best or, you know, at least top five. At right guard, Brooks is back for his second season as an Eagle after an up-and-down 2016. Brooks missed two games with what he described as anxiety, which was severe enough to keep him on the sidelines for games against Green Bay and Washington. He went public with his condition last year and has dealt with it in this offseason. So he thinks that Brandon Brooks in 2017 will be at his very best. So Brandon, year two, how much of a difference does it feel for you last year to this year? just feel more comfortable, um, you know, knowing the playbook, knowing the adjustments and the different blitzes, you know, how they want it ran, you know, what coaches expect out of you, you know, this time around, you're just more comfortable, you're more loose around the guys too, you know, knowing personalities, knowing how everything fits, so. How about the familiarity with Jason on one side and Lane on the other side? Yeah, well, you know, right now, obviously, I've been there, but, you know, I've played with V last year, a lot of games, you know, Kelsey's been a centerpiece, has been there the whole time. feel more comfortable because, especially at center, you know, with him getting us set up prior to the play, knowing the front and knowing what he's thinking and knowing like how he wants it done to set the play up. You know, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, just being more comfortable. When it was all together last year, the line was, I mean, it was really, really good. Obviously, the wins and losses reflect that in a sense. Your thoughts on how good this line can be, Brandon, when when all five starters are out there and everybody's feeling good? The sky is the limit. Um, and we hold ourselves to a standard of trying to be great every play, every game. You know, for different reasons, suspensions, you know, me with the anxiety deal or injuries. You know, when we're together, it's just sky is the limit. Like I said, hold ourselves to a gold standard. And I think one person who doesn't get a lot of credit is, you know, Jeff Stoutland, um, hell of a line coach, probably the best old line coach that I've played under since I've been in the league. A real stickler, real anal, but it's for the better of all of us. When you look around and see all these veterans who've started games and who are competing, what's that make you feel like? 
iron sharpened iron, man. So, you know, it's like, you know, your car and it says things are closer than they appear. That's exactly what it is. Um, competition makes everybody better and, you know, see that starting on day one. For you, with the anxiety last year, is that a thing of the past? It is a thing of the past, man. Uh, started, you know, going to see a psychologist in the off season. Much more comfortable, I guess, in my own skin. A lot more confidence. Um, and then, you know, not to get, I guess, all technical, but I don't look at the game the way I, I guess I have. I kind of touched on this before. It's just I was trying to hold myself to a perfect standard, a bar that really is unreachable in a game like this. My biggest deal is, man, go out there, have fun, keep doing what I've done to get me here. And the biggest thing is just have fun, man. Enjoy, you know, my time with the guys, you know, as was anything. I guess not to be pessimistic, but you never know how much longer you're going to be playing this game, man. Just go out there and enjoy every day and enjoy every rep. Has having that mindset kind of freed you and you feel like you're ready to play your best ball? Yeah, for sure. I guess regardless of the anxiety deal, you know, my big thing is to keep improving every year, but um, with the things that I got in place to help me with it, it's made me play a lot looser, a lot faster, and I'm having a lot more fun playing the game. Great. Thanks, man. Thank you. Brooks is the clear-cut favorite to start at right guard, but what about at left guard? It appears to be an open competition with Barber, Sayamalo, and yes, Warmack in the mix. Warmack, for one, isn't paying attention to the depth chart. He's just trying to get his game on track under the familiar tutelage of Coach Jeff Stoutland, his coach at Alabama, where Warmack was an All-American football player. I don't really pay attention to competition. I try to develop myself. As long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm doing all my assignments right, I know what I have to do, whether it be left or right. Don't matter to me. I know it's going to be a spot for me. So what do we really know about the offensive line here? Well, remember those Andy Reid coach teams in the 2000s that went to five NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl? As the roster changed, the offensive line kept its core in place. The line was the foundation of the offense, along, of course, with quarterback Donovan McNabb. The Eagles hoped for the same in 2017 with this group, an emerging young quarterback, Carson Wentz. Let's hear from the leader of the offensive line, center Jason Kelsey, for a veteran perspective on the O-line as a whole. I know you haven't put pads on, no hitting, but do you have a sense of what you might have as a group, top to bottom, on the offensive line? I mean, the offensive line, I think we're, I feel like every year we get deeper and deeper. We have more players. You know, I think that there's guys right now on this team that I don't really know how it's going to shake out because we have so many good players. Um, and I thought we had good players last year too, even more so this year. It's really going to be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. You know, we got a good blend, got great interior line depth, got some outstanding tackles. I think we got the two best tackles in the NFL. If you look at both of them combined, I don't think that you can make the comparison to there's any two out there better than those two. Last year when you were together, it was a really good group. But when the five started, I mean, you, you must have felt really good about that group. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, obviously the running game was hit or miss. You know, some games we were dominant, some games we really didn't do much. Um, pass blocking weren't terrible. Again, very good and bad some games. So I think that, you know, we have the players, we have the technique, uh, we have the coaching. So I really don't see us going anywhere but doing better this year. It would seem that there's an open competition at left guard with Isaac and Allen, etc. Chance. How much of an improvement have you seen from a guy like Isaac? Well, Isaac's coming into his second year. I, I always tell guys, I think that the first year for somebody is so much of an underrated thing on what's going on on a psyche level. You know, you're going to a whole new city, a whole new, uh, you're going away from everybody you've known for the last four or five years. Uh, you're going into a whole new environment in the NFL with a whole new level of players, whole new speed. There's so many things that are going on. You know, it's tough for a first year player. And uh, for him, for Carson, for all these guys that are coming in their second year, I only anticipate them getting better and better. You know, Isaac's got all the tools in the world. He's got the feet. He's got the hands. He's smart. He can be a really, really good player. And uh, I'm expecting a big jump from his game this year. As in general, when do you know how good the offensive line? At what point in the summer or season? I've learned from 
countless off seasons you don't really start getting a feel for that until you start playing games. Even the preseason, I think, can be misleading a lot of the times. Every offseason, I'm always optimistic. We've made a lot of changes. We've made a lot of things, fixed a lot of things. You know, we have to be better. And then once the things start flowing, you really get a feel for how everything's going to come together, how the chemistry is, how everything's feeling. Hopefully the injury bug doesn't strike you. And um, I think we'll get a much better feel once we actually start playing games for how good this unit can be. And, you know, we'll wait to crown ourselves as a great offensive line until we start doing that. Thank you. Yep. That will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. We're back next week as the team wraps up the offseason program with a mandatory minicamp at the NovaCare Complex. All eyes will be watching and we'll be there to give you the inside on the Eagles. Thanks to Brian Thomas for his great production work and thanks to you for being part of the show. Have a great Eagles day, everyone. E-A-T-L-E-S!